molten rock is called magma when it's underground, and lava when it's above. This Pokemon is called Magmar when it's underground, and Lavar when it's on Reading Rainbow. Welcome <laughs> to Daycare Dittos. How was that? It's <laughs> very daddy. You don't yeah, get it? I don't get it. Lavar Burton? The reader on Reading Rainbow. Magmar. Because Magmar. It's a real thinker. It's an, I mean, in, I, an I, a joke for intellectuals. I love Lavar Burton. Don't Still get me wrong. <laughs> With his one eye and his one eye glasses. But we have a special guest today. Super excited to welcome a Pokemon expert privately and professionally. We have Aaron Margolin here with us. Hello. Welcome. Yeah, to- welcome. So glad to have you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm I'm so excited to uh so excited to be here. A long time coming. Uh you were the first person to claim your Pokemon on the episode, <laughs> which was super exciting with our buddies at Adventure and Collecting. I, um, I, I, well, my, I guess my question about that is, did, did Scott, uh, Wilger, uh, uh, reach out to you about Gengar before he, did he lose his spot to someone else? He did actually. Oh, that's, oh I'm going to use, I'm, oh, I love this. I love that. I was not only first. <laughs> I mean, I don't think I was fighting for this position. I don't think that this is like a big, <laughs> uh, but interesting. Well, I, I'm, I, uh, I'm super happy to, uh, to, to know that because as soon as I, as soon as I found out about your guys' program, your program, it's the eighties. As soon as I found out about your <laughs> podcast, um, I was like, oh, they're doing everyone. I gotta shoot a DM. <laughs> I don't think there was anybody lining up for Magmar, honestly. All the Magmar you should, heads. You should really lie to me and tell me that. You mean the butt heads? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it is um, a butt. Wow. It's yeah, so is. It reminds I, me of like one of those double chins. Uh, you know what I'm mm. saying? Like the, those not double chins. People who have like a butt chin, but on a head. Yeah, a little <laughs> Peter, Peter Griffin chin action going yeah. on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I. I, I I just, you know, wanted to throw that out there because I, I honest, honestly, I have no idea. It's, it's a, I, I love the, I love the Pokemon, but I have no idea why its head looks like that. I think they were trying to go for flames coming out of his head. And mm. I guess they just could, they just didn't know how to start a flame from a head, I suppose. That's I'm, the only thing I can think of. I, I, I don't know. They nailed People, it with Infernape. They, they figured it out between yeah. Gen 1 and Gen 4. They figured yeah. it out. They I say was... that, you know, fire burns with a passion and uh, so do butts. So I guess so, yeah. It all fits. What are <laughs> you saying, Steven? I always assumed they were like bellows or like, a, you know, when uh, the dragons puff up their chests to fill with fire or whatever, like kind of like that. But, uh, you know, also, too, as a five year old looking at Magmar, I was like, I cannot make heads or tails of this thing. Like, <laughs> what is this? It wasn't until seeing the TV show where I was finally like, "Oh, that's what it's supposed to kind of be." You, and yeah, it's you, it's got a weird duck head. It's fine. You've got a little bit of the there's there is the um the the green red blue uh not so much informed by the animated series um aesthetic uh definitely did not uh do this one that many favors the the redesign that like when it went full Sugimori. Uh, yellow uh, and beyond you definitely could like parse what it was but if I recall correctly like it's it's green blue and red sprite was pretty intense and and hard to to put a finger on 
the design was there's a lot going on. I mean, like with the shapes, but even he has like a pattern across him. He's wearing like the same outfit as Bam Bam Bigelow. Like he's covered in flames and there's just a whole lot going on for the the few text, uh, I guess, hues that you could put on in, in the, the pixels when, for the Game Boy. When people when people ask me um, why it's my favorite or one of my favorites, um, I, I, I really, really genuinely mean this. It's 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 maximalism the Pokemon like there is and 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 I'll, I'll say this too that like looking at the art um, philosophy the character design philosophy of Pokemon uh, beyond from Gen one and beyond um, I do think that a lot of designs have gotten more complicated the 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 aesthetic of a lot of Pokemon's have become busy in in good in really good ways but but Magmar at a time when Pokemon designs were very simple. Magmar is very, very complicated. It's got a yeah. lot of parts going on. He, he definitely accessorizes. <laughs> yeah. He stopped yeah. off at Hot Topic. His dad yeah. gave him a sick 20. He yeah. went in there, got some cool stuff to wear. Yeah, I, 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 that's another thing that's like, because people are like, what's going on with its like appendages? Like, are those, are those its arms? I actually met someone who was like, yeah, when I was five, I thought that it was like someone wearing a suit. Oh, and I was yeah, like, I what? And if you look at it, it's like, it almost does look like someone's wearing like a black morph suit. Yeah. Or like a padded suit. Look at those shoulder pads, right? Yeah. And, and, and oh. I kind of like, like, like almost like ice cube where it's like, what, what if, <laughs> what if not much of this, what if it's like wearing a whole, and then if you look at Magmortar, it almost, it almost kind of flows in a little bit with with it wearing a um, like a suit or something like that, like a mascot uh, costume kind of. Yeah, and then someone also said that it looked like a jester, and I was yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah it's kind of got a jester thing going on. I don't, I can't tell you exactly how outside of the maybe the puffy shoulders. Yeah, the puffy shoulders, and then the 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 hat instead of just like one little dunce's oh, cap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. Got, like the two coming. He's got down the little the jester. Yeah. yeah, you seen some bells at the end. Yeah. Um, but you, so you asked, we used, we always ask our guests two questions at the beginning. We kind of just asked the why Magmar. Um, so I'm going to spin it a little bit. Sure. Um, well, actually we'll, we'll start off with, uh, would you like to share with us your Pokemon journey? Sure. Yeah. Uh, so I have been a fan of Pokemon since before I could read, um, more, uh, uh, Kind of more importantly, I, I actually use Pokemon to learn how to read. Um, I was introduced to Pokemon. So I was I was born the year Pokemon came out uh, in the United States. Nope. No, I, I was born a few years after it came out in the United States. I was born the year it came out in general. Uh, but uh, I when it came to the U.S. and really hit it big, I was I was around four or five years old. And my, my cousin, who's, who's effectively my my older brother, um, he I, I always looked up to him. And he had, he was like the coolest dude. And he happened to have three Game Boy Colors, all different colors of Game Boy Colors. And he had two, <laughs> two Pokemon Blues and a Pokemon Red. And he had completed all three of them. And nice. so my introduction to Pokemon was for someone who I, I still to this day refer to as a, as a Pokemon master. I mean, as a, as a, he was nine years old and he had three completed Pokemon games. And in the late 90s, early 2000s, 
you were effectively a playground rock star. Uh, I think he also had an original set of the the cards. I mean, this dude was a was a big Pokemon fan, and so my introduction was basically like an older brother figure. Uh, and I just remember every time I would go over to his house, we would watch the show, uh, and we would play the games while we watched the show, and we'd listen to the To Be a Master uh, uh, cassette. Uh, and just everything was Pokemon all the time. And so when I was six years old, I was gifted a Game Boy Advance, uh, like not too long after it launched in the US. And with it, I was gifted uh, Pac-Man Gallery Collection, I think, which to this day rips. Uh, <laughs> yes, it and does. from that same uh, cousin, Pokemon Crystal, uh, special crystal Ooh. edition, uh, as, as they call it. Uh, and from there on, from choosing Cyndaquil as my very first Pokemon uh, nice. uh, onwards, um, it's it's been a, a deep, uh, genuine love for all things Pokemon. Uh, as 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 like a fan, you know, as someone like looking back on their childhood, like seeing like such it's such a really cool uh, uh, universe uh, that you can really get lost into, and and you know, looking at Pokemon now. Um, and seeing how much it means to people of all ages, uh, I, I I think about Pokemon and read about Pokemon a lot, uh, both uh, uh, professionally and personally. A lot of my day to day life is spent on Pokemon news and uh, making sure that I'm up to date on things uh, because uh, there's a lot going on. Uh, so my Pokemon journey is still ongoing, um, but I I, I think a, a point of pride is that I've I've really harnessed the the passion and the love that I have for. Uh, the Pokemon uh, brand and Pokemon world into uh, something in my career, but but also it's it's never been soured in any way because I, I just can't can't get enough of it. It's it's just such a such a cool universe. It's that's beautiful. That truly is beautiful. Now, <laughs> I want to I want to mention something real quick. You said that uh, Pokemon helped you read, and I was like, "Yep, yep, helped me read too." And then yeah. you said that you were born. Uh, <laughs> much earlier than I, I, I anticipated. And then I thought, man, I just didn't know how to read in the fourth grade. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, was, I, I was just such a slow, uh, slow learner and Pokemon helped me like get to where I was supposed to be normal. Allow me to tell the, the tragic story of when I realized I, I needed to learn how to read to play Pokemon because learn how to read proficiency in reading um uh to help yourself uh you know exist as a as a human being in the in the modern age uh that comes secondary because when i was uh 6 years old and barely could read I, you know i could read but i just really wasn't you know i wasn't all there together cuz you know i was 6 um uh i was playing my crystal version hatched that togepi wondered what does release mean uh, and release Togepi, the like one of four Pokemon in that game that you just can't catch again. Oh, um, no. And I was inconsolable. It was oh. a long, long uh, disappointment. Uh, and I think that traumatic experience was like, I got to learn how to read. I got to <laughs> learn how to read now. Um, oh, isn't it funny how you as a kid can cry over Pokemon, a bit of data, and all of a sudden you're just like, my friends are all dead and I'm never getting them back. <laughs> it was, it was I, I just like, I couldn't figure out what, what I, I thought that it was like a fun mini game, like a Tamagotchi-esque, like, yeah, you release them into the wild and then they come back. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's like um, Homeward Bound, right? Uh, but, um, uh, and then the other, the other side of this too, where, where it actually pushed me ahead is I remember being like eight years old and, um, 
and being asked like about like it, we were learning about like vitamins and like 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 uh, 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 yeah like vitamins <laughs> and minerals uh, uh, for the body and the teacher was like can anyone tell me what what iron does to, and I was like well it helps with your immune system and the teacher was like oh uh, wow that's like I'm super impressed that you know that in the back of my head was like increases the defense of your Pokemon. (laughs) I just like translated it to the way we process that. Um, So protein, iron, uh, calcium. I mean, I I knew about calcium because in the nineties, everyone was trying to get you to drink milk, but uh, yeah, it was, it was very funny. I I remember that fondly being like, I knew what iron was. The the vitamins HP up and PP up. (laughs) And if you eat candy, (laughs) you get stronger. You grow a year older. That's right. But that same teacher was like, who dropped this nugget? And you were like, it's, it's worth a fortune. (laughs) It's worth 50. Yeah. It's worth, I think 5,400 yen. And Burger King selling it for what? In the Pokemon universe? Is it yen? I don't know. I, 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 I think the first time I went to, uh, I, I visited Japan, um, right when I ended college. And I remember like, cause I always assumed it was yen. And I remember like finally kind of, parsing how yen uh transfers as currency and i was like oh you're making like 550 from these trainers like you are not making i was like 550 bucks like let's go potions are expensive my goodness yeah Uh, i think carl was saying uh when he was fighting brock he's like i always thought brock was giving me a lot more money but he's actually giving giving me like 14 bucks it is not a lot (laughs) but he's a congratulations kid (laughs) he has like what eight brothers and sisters that he's watching over and you just took their lunch money he's like i'm I'm on my way to the dollar store to to go uh grocery shopping but here's 14 dollars because you beat my onyx Sand attack, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so good. Yeah, we're, we're also um, going through a Pokedex challenge right now where uh, we're going to Gen 1 games and we're all going to complete our Pokedexes together. Yeah, because uh, oddly, and... none of us have ever done that. Yeah, oh. and this will be my first time playing through an OG red or blue game. Interesting. Because I was too young when it came out to play. I definitely couldn't read in the womb. <laughs> I, you guys are gonna be. It's a. Re, I, I. They're really fun experiences. I actually. Um. Uh. I recently replayed Red and Blue, and then when I had a lot of free time on my hands, like travel time, and so I decided to speed run a Nuzlocke of Fire Red. Sick. Uh. So I. Uh. And I actually recorded the entire thing. I was. I'm gonna put it together as a video. Um. And try to oh, awesome. try to see if that's decent content. Um, uh, but, uh, I, gen one is so interesting. It's, 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 it's very, um, many would say hastily put together. It's, if you look at it as an RPG, you break it down into it, like it's game formula. Um, you're like, wow, this is like an incredible game, but also it is held together with like wishes and duct tape. Um, and, uh, red, red and blue. It's like, it's like, fire red and leaf green they 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 they, a lot of the issues are things that like pokemon the newly established pokemon company kind of like self-imposed but red and blue was just like oh we made this game in a year and a half and um uh uh gosh psychic type is way too broken and um beedrill doesn't learn any stab moves and uh it's it's just so funny and you really get to see kind of 
the behind the scenes in a in a there's very minimal prestige in red and blue which is amazing because it ruled the world for a time it yeah. sure did it still rules my world do you do you, do you replay them a lot or yeah whenever i'm feeling down i'll just mm. boot it up and i'll beat it in one sitting are you are you like a are you like um are you a purist where you're only playing it on like was the latest one the 3ds or do you do you play it on rhymes uh, I I only ever take a cart and put it into my wow. uh, Game Boy SP, and I I'll generally beat it in like anywhere between, uh, you know, three to five hours, depending on what I you know how that I want to play. So it. impressive! Oh that's my goodness, good for you. That is really impressive. That is, I'm serious. That, that's like I I I'm really impressed with that because um I just don't. I love speeding up my games. <laughs> uh, uh, and so to be able to sit down and just like knock it out too. And I mean, when you're really proficient with those games too, you can really, uh, yeah. Yeah. Three, four, that sounds, I mean, that's a, that's an impressive yeah. run. You just go through rock tunnel without the, the HM flash, yeah. uh, use a polka doll on Marowak, uh, yep. and you just go through it as fast as possible. That's so cool. See, I'm like the exact opposite. Where if I did that, I'd be like, "No, but Cubone and closure. What about <laughs> it? It breaks the space time continuum. You don't see Giovanni uh, in his first encounter. It's yeah, I love I love that part of the game where it like really opens up. And and again, like looking back in the '90s and the early 2000s, they're like, "Wow, look how much this game opens up." And then as an adult, you're like, "What? What is happening? Like yeah. the pacing of this game just got turned on its head." Everything gets real weird, too. There's this tongue-in-cheek kind of Nintendo-esque writing of mm-hmm. that time. It reminds me a little bit of, like, Link's Awakening, because every now mm-hmm. and then it's just, like, you know, a dead mother and a ghost and the evil organization and what's their plot. But also uh, the captain of a ship is seasick, and if you rub his back, yeah. <laughs> he'll give you something from his puke bucket. Like, yeah. it's, <laughs> it's it's amazing, and and... Um, the flavor of Pokemon was, it was, it's so funny that even after becoming the biggest thing ever, I think silver and gold has a lot of that while oh, yeah. also, and then red, red and, uh, or not red and, uh, Ruby and Ruby, Sapphire, Emerald, and then definitely fire, red, leaf green, like really after the Pokemon company was established and it stopped being like a Nintendo thing, uh, Nintendo game freak thing. Um, you really got like the, the beginnings of what would eventually become like how Pokemon makes its own like language and, and as a brand and as a, as a, as a company. Um, but like, man, red and blue had some, just oh, some of the most oh. incredible. And I love that sometimes they don't double down on the lore that like, sword and shield they make it very apparent that you are eating pokemon they make it very apparent <laughs> yeah. that like you are consuming Slowpoke tail when when you would think that it'd be like nope that got left behind in silver and and uh in gold when the mob was hunting down these poor pseudo hippos uh yeah. and lobbing their tails off and selling them as delicacies to children While hiding in the well <laughs> yeah <laughs> underground that's like by the way that's like because silver and gold, those are my, that's my favorite generation. Can, uh, Johto is like the most aesthetic and, and the greatest voice of the, of the, uh, the, the series I think ever. Um, I love that, that you get to be a hero to a small town. Like you never get to, I'm trying to think like, even on a small, like, like even when you're rescuing the Devon corporation, um, uh, employee in the woods in, um, ruby sapphire it doesn't feel like you've like saved the town 
Like just yeah. right out the gate, you get out of that cave and Kurt, this old man is the only one brave enough to stand up to team rocket. He gets, he gets his back, you know, he gets uh, uh, hurt. And so you, a, a 10 year old fresh out of beating Falconer, um, with his broken Pidgeotto is like, I guess it's up to me. I guess I go his after dad I... gave yeah. him his Pidgeotto. Yeah. Here's a broken, here's a broken Pokemon, son. Go, <laughs> go lose to a kid who just spent the past 15 minutes fighting monks. <laughs> Potentially. I think you could skip, skip Bellsprout Tower. You, you, you can, uh, no, uh, uh, you gotta get Flash, man. Or, no, oh, wait, sorry. I played too many ROMs. There's a the ROM that I play is Chronicles, and you have to do Sprout Tower. You're right. You can just skip Sprout Tower. No, you gotta go. You gotta get a Bell Sprout. You get, you gotta watch Silver I'm, I'm fight that old man on right now. I oh, always skip Bell Sprout, but I miss first and generation rivals too. Yeah, smell you later. Or like, <laughs> but you, I I don't think Bede gets the credit that he's due. Oh, that dude, great. that dude is awesome. And, and also like, he's the perfect fusion, but like he's, I, and I, I really mean this blue and Gary are two different dudes. Yeah. Bede is a lot like Gary though. Yeah. Bede has that superiority. Like, like blue is a bully and he's like, I'm going to try harder than you. Gary's like, Hey, Ashy boy, I'm a rich kid. And like, like you're a loser. And like Bede emanated that. Like, I think you're beneath me level the chairman uh, totally believes in me i'm gonna go deface (laughs) this monument yeah oh man and then uh hop is so happy when i beat him but as soon as bead beats him he's like questioning life he's like i don't know if i can uh (laughs) i think i'm gonna i think i have to take a long walk yeah leon's never gonna be able to look me in the eye again (laughs) I guess I have to default to being a Pokemon professor. Everyone's <laughs> second choice. Well, we do need to do a whole episode leaving Kanto behind mm. where we really need to discuss the world. I mean, like when else are you going to talk about the Fujis, the Mr. Fujis and the, the elite four and Bruno weirdly showing up in the anime and, you know, Oh yeah. In the Indigo plateau. Yeah. That was oh, yeah. such a weird move. And even just in the first episode, he's what is being watched on TV. He's like yeah. the shadowy yeah. figure in the back. It's Bruno versus Agatha, right? Yep. yep. I, they weird. don't really show Agatha, though, I don't think. No. They, but you get no, to they, see a, yeah. a hulking shirtless mass in the back. <laughs> That's I, Agatha. I love that's Agatha. That's right. In, in the time in the time in which it took Ash to to get to meet Agatha, uh, she she stopped taking protein supplements. Uh, she stopped eating the protein. It goes back to you got to take your protein. You if you're a Pokemon your or if you're a person, you have to load up on your vitamins. Full circle. Oh, and now the second question, because we already know why Magmar. What's your favorite vitamin? Yeah, <laughs> I'm a big B12 guy. I, I <laughs> oh, love that. Yeah, I, I was. Uh, it's like sunshine in a pill. It's like sunshine in a pill, and also it's the it's the hidden ingredient where if you want to make sure you're sharp uh, after a, mor- a morning of partying, which uh, or after a night after a morning of partying, well, after <laughs> a night of partying, uh, if if you if you're so inclined, I don't do it much, but uh, uh, I always make sure to take my vitamins, and B12 uh, saves you. Yeah. And always remember to hydrate, kids. Mm-hmm. Or else you'll turn kids away at the guard post. 
My, uh, right. I used to be in marching band. Surprise, surprise. Add to the nerd dump. Uh, uh, I used to be in marching band and my band director would always say uh, these like very strange things. But one of them was um, hydrate or die. And he was like so <laughs> serious about it. He would just say it with the straightest face. And we're all like 14 years old. Like, uh, okay. We're and invisible. then we were just like strangely drink our water while we look at each other. Like, oh, I guess I don't want to die. So I'm going to drink my water. <laughs> to be I'm gonna- fair. I'm gonna I'm gonna derail for a second, Go Sarah. Sarah, you played clarinet. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yes, I played. Oh man, it's a little complicated. I started my music endeavors playing clarinet, and then saxophone, and then saxophone. So I marched with a, a saxophone for one year, and then all of a sudden, the per- percussion director was like, "You're gonna play marimba," and I'm like, "Okay." Oh, wow. Yeah, and um. It likely had to do with the fact that I had broken my leg pretty severely and I couldn't really march, mm. but I still wanted to be in the marching band. Um, so he's like, you're going to play marimba. And I fell in love with it. And um, I don't know if I discussed this before in the podcast. I actually ended up going to college for um, music education with the concentration in marimba performance. Oh, so uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's my, that's my musical journey. <laughs> that's so cool. I played, I played a uh, trombone in, in nice. marching band and nice. concert band. Um, Me too. Uh, I, I love that instrument. I was horrible. <laughs> I love that Same. instrument. I was horrible. <laughs> I was drumline. Uh, and not like the Nick Cannon cool way, like the, <laughs> Just the normal kind. I'd have to see if you were the Nick Cannon cool, cool kind. That's 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 if a I, given. If I dropped my sticks, I'd have to. I'd pick them up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was and, an and, accident when I dropped them. And Peter, so were were you in the marching band? No, I've never picked up an instrument in my life. Oh man. Were you Almost. were you were you more of a sports uh, uh, person or I a was chess in person? Latin club. A Latin person. Yeah. Um. I went to a private school uh, for first, second, and third grade, and uh, that's why I didn't know how to read. Um, <laughs> you know what? Hey, man, that says something about that private school uh, education right there. They were yeah. very private. And then, yeah, by the time uh, I went to public school, I just was never, like, they never even, like, offered it to, to pick up an instrument. My parents didn't necessarily seek out uh for me to try to learn anything Hmm. and then they wanted me in chorus because i could sing like an angel but i thought that (laughs) that was um uh, i thought that that wasn't going to be cool and then a really pretty girl said that i sang really good and i told her to shut up because (laughs) i was embarrassed and i still think about that playing that bad boy card baby that's I feel really bad because I was just embarrassed and she was being really nice to me. I was like fourth grade. I was still learning friendship from Pokemon. Yeah, I guess so. You're like, I don't think Ash ever told someone to shut up. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You were like the Johnny Cash of fourth grade. (laughs) I learned how to be cool from Johnny Bravo. You were David (laughs) Bowie of shut your mouth. (laughs) Yeah. Just with less cocaine. Yeah. Uh, no, there was a lot of cocaine in there. Oh, that's a private school thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, the real the thin white duke of second grade. Yeah. You thought it was chalk. Uh the real question. Oh, right. I was oh, going to oh ask, wasn't the B12 one? Okay. It, well, that was the third question. Uh you you like the weird ones. You're in I good do. company. 
you're in good company. I was a Charmander kid. Love Charmander. Charizard's fine. But give me that Diglett. Give yep. me that Tangela. Yep. Like yeah, I said, Voltorb, man. We we like the weird ones, and you have some, I'd say, refined taste in Pokemon. Thank you. I appreciate and, you saying that. And and we let's let's delve in because I know sure. you're gonna have to be back for Shuckle. Yes. So so for everyone, everyone needs to know this. Uh, Magmar is my favorite Pokemon, but it is tied with Shuckle. I love both of those uh yellow and red pokemon um i i like them both for very different reasons um i think magmar it's a very unique thing of like i it's i i love it because it is it is maximalism the pokemon uh it is got lots of stuff going on shuckle uh and i'll go into it more uh in that episode but um the juice thing is awesome that's a side thing the fact that it's like one of the strongest pokemon ever and if you if you doubt that then you you don't know uh strats uh that's cool but it's just also like the cutest thing ever he is so cute he is so adorable and i love him uh a lot but yeah you know weird pokemon have always been the pokemon that are a little bit uglier the pokemon that are a little bit have a design that's kind of wild uh like Klefki. Like Klefki. Oh, and I heard God. a lot of Klefki slander uh, uh, on a few episodes. Um, yeah, that's for sure. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll, but you know what? I'll let you have that. I, I, so long as I don't, I don't personally subscribe to the object mon hatred. Uh, just because, and mind you, I will say like the Magnemite line is the best object mon. So yeah, they kind of nailed it in one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I don't, I don't like, uh, hating on any object mom because I think a lot of them are really cool. I think Klefki is fine. Um, it's, it's fine. Uh, I do want to bring up this freak because not one of my favorites, but I have, I have a, I have a, I have a bone to pick with a previous guest of yours, Scott Wilger, <laughs> uh, who, uh, was a former coworker of mine. Um, he bashed Conkledur. Uh, and <laughs> I take umbrage with that. And I understand why he's a bit vascular. I get it. Uh, and you know what? People don't like that. Uh, but, uh, here's, here's the deal. Conkledur is an old man who is shredded, who also happens to fight with the foundations of a building. <laughs> and that's cool. Also, uh, and, and I, I, I'm, I'm very passionate about the naming of Pokemon. I think that there's a genuine art to it. Um, I really, really do. I think that, uh, and, and it, it very, it actually informs the, the way a Pokemon is named is, is um, it very heavily informed by what Pokemon wants to do in that specific time period with their new characters. Uh, uh, you know, you, you have all of the original ones named by um, Nab Ogasawara, uh, but then uh, now you have, I, I'm assuming a whole team who's doing it, which is why you get a difference between um, Electiv- or, uh, yeah, Electabuzz and uh, Palmy. Or you have a difference between Mew and Fuecoco. Uh, there's there there's different values to each of these. Going back to the Conkledur thing, Conkledur pretty pretty good for first and foremost because a conk being uh, a uh, uh, our English slang of uh, nose, calling it like an old man's large nose a conk. 
Uh, so it goes into his big I've purple Muppet nose. Uh, it's very it's very dated, which goes into just how old uh, I believe it was. I don't know if it was Knob at that point because I think he left after Gen Four. Yeah. Um, but uh, and then Dur being like Girder. Uh, but uh, I will I will say it's it's Japanese uh, name is um, if I recall correctly. This is now we're getting real deep into. Uh, I think it's like Robushin or Robushin, which is uh, uh, I I looked into it when I listened to the episode. Um, Ro is old. It's like how you describe someone as old. Uh, and then Fushin is warlord. So it's old warlord, but in a professional sense, a Bushin yeah. uh, is a foreman. So it's a play on words because it's Ushin F or B, depending on whatever. Um, it's either old warlord or old foreman who works in the like occupation of war. Uh, just and like so, my dad. just like, <laughs> a, 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 and and so here's the thing, and I'm gonna I'm gonna, Conkelder, is a union worker, and that means, Scott's anti-union, <laughs> and that's kind of ugly. I'm just saying, like like I, I he just he went on your podcast and he was out. He was like, I don't like foremen who work for unions. It's a bit of a union busting kind of thing. I'm just saying, I wouldn't let the Conkelder slander uh, be out there on your podcast, but whatever. How do you know that Conkelder's in the union? He's a foreman. <laughs> I, 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 you know what? That's true. He might be. He, he looks pretty old, but uh, I, I definitely, you know, you know, I, I'm pretty sure that the Machamp, uh, excuse me, Machop. No, it's not even Machop. It's always like Machoke that's doing the moving. Yeah. Uh, the Machoke moving uh, yeah, union has off. to be. Yes. Yes. Depending on depending on what uh, time period, I suppose, uh, in Hoenn you're you're adventuring. Yeah. But you got to know. They still sound like a Machoke when you talk to them. They got to. They wait, really? Yeah. They, they, didn't, they didn't take out the Machoke cry when they changed it to the Vigoroth. Machoke union. Vigoroth, <laughs> absolutely not union. They're not organized <laughs> enough. Um, did you guys know what they call the TCG cards that um, fit together to make one big card? They are uh, Pokemon V unions, oh, which so teach us union. together we make I'm, a hole. <laughs> I'm, try, I'm trying to think of a single po- what what Pokemon be like a union buster. Don't the what Pokemon reminds you of Elon Musk? <laughs> don't the don't the unions put a giant rat outside of people that are hiring non union oh, workers? You know what? Like Gumshoes. Yeah, would be a union buster or. Yeah. Alolan Radicate. Alolan Radicate. I feel like Alolan Radicate would be a would be like an informant to a Union Buster, yeah. right? Um, this Mr. is a, this is uh um I don't know about that. I I've also heard some Mister Mime slander on this podcast, and I I will I will say <laughs> yes yes he's creepy. Uh, but I, I love Mister Mime, and Mister Mime was there oh, when definitely. when when Ash's dad wasn't. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, it's and, true. It is incredibly weird that that uh, officially Mr. Mime is still a part of Ash's current like rotating team. Uh, thinking about Mr. Mime being a Pokemon that battles is weird. It, that, it does. that specific one, that specific one, the fact that that one like will cook and then clean and then like fight, yeah, is very weird. Like he just like literally was sweating it down and and like holding and punching a. Conkeldor, and then he's like, you know, giving you a back rub. It's was just it, weird. Was it a Conkeldor? 
Oh no, I just I just picked oh, a I was random about to Pokemon. Say, I was I I because it, it fought in the in the it was like a Vermilion City. It wasn't even like a f- official league thing. Um, that Ash participated. It was it was against like I think it was against Mightyena, which not a good type balance, but no. Um, I watched a couple of episodes recently of uh, Journeys just to see what I've been missing all these years. They still are using the wrong Pokemon. Like they, they, they're always fighting at a type disadvantage for no reason whatsoever. You just gotta I, talk to the guy standing next to the statue at the front. He's always got the good yeah. deets. Yo, hey champ there, in champ the in the making. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's Ash just doesn't like to play by everyone's rules. But I mean, he's had yeah. success. So he's doing a challenge run. It seems like he's Mean- a Nuzlocke. Yeah. Meanwhile, see a Butterfree. By the way, spo- spoilers to uh, um, uh, for the the latest episodes that air in Japan. If you guys care, um, we don't. Uh, it's fine. They're in the finals right now for the championship, which, by the way, is like the coolest thing that they've done in the show in in, in honestly maybe over a decade. Mm-hmm. Um, do you guys know about this, dude? Do you guys know what's going on with the show right now? Or your brother Dave yes. is really into it. My brother's right? been. They're bringing all the champions back. Yes, so it's all the champions and Paul. Uh, no, not Paul. Uh, uh, wait, is it Paul? God, I, I was confused. Paul with uh, Ellen, Ellen, um, uh, Ellen, who beat Ash in the Kalos tournament, uh, the Jubilee tournament, tournament, I believe, uh, uh, where it was Astro Ninja versus his um, Charizard X, Mega Charizard X. Yep. People were livid because I was like, I can't believe that it gave up like on a type advantage too. Um, but you guys, it's a it's a shonen anime. Come on now, um, which leads me to believe that they might. They might be ending things. I don't know. They might be ending Ash, um, uh, retiring him. I don't know. Um, that's I have literally no no idea. But it is crazy that they've let him get to the point where it is Ash, Cynthia, Iris, Stephen, Lance, Lance Elaine, yeah. and Leon. So it's all champions. A dude that has a Mega Charizard and Ash, well, who is a champion. Uh, and, uh, the first episode just aired last week and it was Lance versus Elaine and it was Charizard versus Char or no, excuse me. It was, it was, it was, uh, um, Leon, right? uh, Leon versus, versus Elaine and, yeah. uh, Leon, they, but it was Charizard versus Charizard and to kind of show the power of Leon, they just like floored him. They floored yeah. him. It was it was fire wow. versus it was fire flying versus talking about it. Yeah, and people were pissed about it. But honestly, here's here's my whole take, and it goes to what what you originally said. Oh, people are not doing the type advantages. People are not doing the type advantages. Leon is like his whole thing in the show is that he's really good at that. He he's like yeah, I'm gonna teach my Charizard Thunder Punch because it it's it's really smart for me to do. Uh, because it allows me to take out water type Pokemon and like, like he'll throw Charizard out because that's his ace, but like he almost plays it like it's a, like it's a difficulty ROM hack where you're like, Oh, I've got it. And then all of a sudden Charizard has a hidden power thunder or a hidden or a hidden power, excuse me, electric. Um, and you're like, Oh wait, this is cheating. Uh, but it's, it just goes to show he's, he's so good. Cause he knows type advantages. Cause that really gives you a leg up in the show. Is that why hops always talking about them? Yeah. Uh, that's why Hop, Hop, for some reason, can't get a grip on him, unlike his older brother. <laughs> yeah. I'm what excited for all fire? that. I mean, I also heard that potentially Greninja is back. Ash's Greninja, after just being sent to the Shadow Dimension, is back to potentially teach Lucario. He's not, Are we going to get Ash Lucario? 
he's not he's not in the shadow dimension. He became a vigilante. He he, he yes. became a he became a, a superhero. Um uh they were they brought Greninja back to teach Lucario because Lucario had freshly learned how to mega evolve. Also, kind of a cool move that Ash is rolling into the the the, the finals tournament with um uh his own Z move, uh Mega Lucario and a Gigantamax Gengar. It uh, it doesn't does Pikachu Gigantamax too? Pikachu can Gigantamax, but I think that Pikachu's kind of thing is the is the one one million uh volt thunder. Yeah whatever uh the z move i think that's his like pikachu gimmick um i think it's hilarious that he's walking up with like all the regional gimmicks that's like awesome. yeah, like like lance well. is like i've got my charizard <laughs> yeah <laughs> i've got uh, my dragonite it's gonna be i'm i'm super excited for this we gotta do they have the sun and moon uh professor in there no right uh cook Kukuin, Kukui? No. Uh, uh, yeah. no, I no, because they they had a they did a match when Ash returned to Alola to pick up his Z bracelet. It, it's very cool. Like this is why I think that they might be doing something because like he keep he like returned to Alola and was celebrated as the Alola champion, and they're like, we're pulling for you, Ash, which is like so cool that like they're harkening back to the fact that he he was the first Alolan champion, and so he's like, I'm gonna win it for Alola, as if like that's almost like his his hometown because that's where he's like he's like LeBron, he's like yeah. this is <laughs> like um uh but uh uh he did a he did a uh like a for fun match against Kakui and and floored him, uh it was like oh yeah he's 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 the tr- he's the uh the champion he also happens to have like the best team he's had in yeah oh yeah i think i i've got to watch sure it's gonna be cool when he because he will make it to the finals whether he wins or loses i think that a the animation is going to be insane he gets beaten by richie (laughs) Uh, dude in comes paul baby in comes in comes that that samurai from episode six uh with (laughs) he's got his fully he's his fully powered full uh uh ironed up uh, metapod yeah he uses ultra hard and that's right everybody like z Z Harden. Yeah. It's the final move. He thinks he wins. And over the loudspeaker, they say, uh, <laughs> the arena is open. Yeah. Gary is here and Ash is a loser. <laughs> and he bobs out and just Gary Oak he wrecks it. it. He has like uh, eight convertibles all filled with <laughs> cheerleaders. Tokyo I, drifting everywhere. Yeah. I love the in the new series, uh, Gary has stopped bullying Ash to bully Go. Because Gary now respects Ash. And so uh, Gary will say something like legitimately mean to go and go will be bothered. And Ash is like, he does this like he accosted me for like a decade. And (laughs) I'm just happy it's not me anymore. (laughs) Which is why he's 10 years old and he had like how I don't know how old you need to be to get your driver's license. But he he was just like a 10 year old that had like a bunch of like 16 year old women cheering yeah. him on as he went listen i don't know how i don't know how the the reservate hotel reservation laws work in uh uh in japan or in the kanto region but like he was booking whole hotels yeah like that was a canon thing that is like oh i i booked out this whole hotel at this hot spring in an episode it's like you're 10 man with your how, with your grandpa's money like that's nuts yeah. how much did you how much did you win from brock <laughs> that's why he only had 14 dollars yeah. um speaking of epic battles in the anime 
there was no episode or battle that really changed was a turning point point to make Pokemon an action kind of anime than the battle against Blaine. That sticks out to me so much. And that's where Magmar really got to shine. Uh, The two episodes were riddle me this and volcanic panic. I think volcanic panic. What a, what a classic. Yeah. Original name. I love that. I was trying to find them on Netflix, but uh, the Indigo League doesn't go that far, at least from what I could see. Should be on Pokemon TV, I think, on, on okay. their website. So I did not watch it again, but I remember watching it um, when it premiered and yeah. thinking that Blaine looked a little bit off. And then also thinking, my God, <laughs> this is this is what peak performance looks like. Oh, yeah. It's so hype. It's so, it's such a turning point. And it's unfortunately, it's before they really felt like they could give Ash um, more progression than, than, than they do now. Um, Because if, if this operated like a, like a new TV series, this would have been the breaking point, the breakthrough point for Ash and Charizard, right? This would have been the moment where it's like, no, we need to see each other eye to eye and stop disagreeing so much. And, you know, cause Charizard pulled it, pulled it through. That the seismic that was the premiere of seismic toss if if I if oh, I recall yeah. correctly yeah um which, which which is hilarious it is so funny that seismic toss was like Charizard's like finishing move because a fighting type move b in the games not that great that is a no. static static output move uh but boy was it cool uh I I I I have a fun fact about this so volcanic panic I'm almost positive almost positive is the first episode with misaki iwane as the director as the animation director so iwane is the anime key artist he is the all of the best sequences you've seen in the pokemon anime were keyed by iwane and that was his first one that was like his premiere episode was which is probably why that episode is everyone looks back on it being like the one of the best fights was charizard versus magmar yeah knocked it out of the park yeah I don't know what else there is to say about that other than like it left an impression and it made me think Magmar was cool. I'm just going to say it. Magmar is cool. And we didn't even say any facts about Magmar yet other than yeah, I was gonna heads say, a butt would... and it's yeah, cool. He looks like he's wearing a suit. <laughs> he's got some cool chokers and anklets. Mm-hmm. Um, 75% male, 25% female. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, I think... Um, we already talked about the foil to Magmar and it was Electabuzz. Yeah. Right. Who is, I don't know. Was the ratio the same? Mostly male or mostly female? I forget now. I would assume it's mostly male. I I don't. Yeah. 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 Electabuzz is also 75% male, 25% female. And just like Magmar is also in the human like egg group. Oh, which don't spoil it. I, I already knew. Well, I mean, I mean, we know which egg group they're in. It doesn't spoil I, I, the, the egg game. I don't look it up because I want to make it harder for myself. Oh, sorry. <laughs> My bad. But um, I don't know why human has a tail, but I'm just going to say that. Leave it there. That's the, uh, that's the weird thing. It shouldn't have a tail. Right. Yeah. And I get it for like the um, fire effect. It just mm-hmm. makes it look cooler as a fire or the spit fire Pokemon as it's known as. 
But um, I just feel like it, it's kind of unnecessary if you're going to put it in that egg group. And then they took it away. It like right. Mortar kind of has a tail, but not really. Yeah. And it's weird too because like, what are you? <laughs> like you look at it, and on all the things, it says that it is a booby right. or duck with a mythical right. salamander of fire. Yeah. Uh, and they say that the spines on its back. They're like, that could be from an iguana. And I'm like, nah, that's just, it's the 90s and every dinosaur, people drew yeah. the spikes. You, you, it's, you reptard, Godzilla. It, like. It's Ken Sugimori being like, mm, yeah, put, whatever, put all the things I like together. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Why is he shackled? Well, that's just his He's style. too powerful. He's too powerful. That's what he, I'm he, thinking. Well, it was, the, it, was the, it was the tenor that his dad gave, and so he could go into Hot Topic, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, they look a little, you know, kinky. So maybe he went to Spencer Gifts. Yeah, but true. either way, he Spencer's. was at the mall. Yeah, he he, he stopped at the Antians. <laughs> yeah. He <laughs> got too scared to go into hot. When I was younger, I was too afraid to go into Hot Topic because of the. Because yeah, the, they're gonna I thought, point at me and say poser. Uh, oh, I, I thought that all the all, I thought all, that all the 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 the. Hip goth teens that worked there were, were too cute, and I was yeah. like, "I'm get well." And then, and then I was like, "I'm gonna get made fun of." Yeah, because I'm wearing a Pokemon shirt. <laughs> <laughs> little did you know that nobody at Hot Topic cares. <laughs> oh, little little did I know that, that Hot Topic now like carries like a bunch of Pokemon stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, uh, I remember the first time I actually went into Spencer's. I thought to myself, "I'm not old enough for this. I'm 18 <laughs> yeah. years old, uh, and there's nothing here that that that." Sh- I was just I turned red. But they're just different. Right they're just different things now. They're not. I mean, Spencer's and Hot Topic are just different stores than they were then. Uh, yeah. Because they're they're like shadows of their former selves. Because like, if you went to Hot Topic when I was growing up, it was like you wanted to get. Um, you know, uh, maybe like you wanted to get like some uh, studs for uh, a new piercing that you got or you wanted to get like a choker or you wanted to get like pants with like a million chains on them. Now mm-hmm. it's like if you want to pick up five Rick and Morty shirts, yeah, like head to Hot Topic, you can pick up a Invader Zim reboot mug. The one thing Hot Topic does do pretty well now, though, is I would say like licensed dresses and stuff like oh, that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They have like amazing like Sailor Moon and Harry Potter yes. dresses. and Box Lunch. Both of them because they're, the oh, yeah. they're the same company. It's, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They do some awesome stuff in that regard. But oh, yeah, for sure. It's it's it's, uh, it's I, I, like you said, it's different. It's different. It's And I think it's I think and, and my one thing is like, where do the goths go? Because I guarantee you. The goths have to still be around. There's got to be emos. There's got to be teenagers who hate everything. Like, that didn't get phased out. They don't just all listen to Olivia Rodrigo. Like, there's got to be those kids. Oh, especially nowadays. I, I got to imagine oh, yeah. uh, Gotham is thriving. Yeah. Well, uh, everybody wants the early 2000s to come back. I mean, fashion-wise and everything, yeah. uh, My Chemical Romance just sold out a huge mm-hmm. tour across yeah. Europe and are heading back. And it there's still teens showing up to these shows. Y'all, I'm sorry though. One thing that has to say in the early 2000s is those low rise jeans. I'm not, I'm not dealing no, with No, they're anymore. fully, I, I was, yeah. so I was, I was, uh, I was in Italy for work, uh, two, no, what, two weeks ago, three weeks ago. I was in Italy for work doing something. Uh, and, uh, I, 
I roll up to a like I'm going to lunch in the middle of um uh, we, we were filming something and 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 I I like walked to lunch, and it was like three very chic uh, uh Italian teenage girls. All of them were in those the pants that lit like I thought we left those low rise pants like no don't tell behind. me that and and, they, and 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 the thing is is like it's like oh you know only because only teenagers can rock those like like a like yeah. someone in their 20s yeah no it, there's a very thin line of being able to rock like those jeans because those jeans are like more fabric than there's so much fabric you can make like three pairs out of them i'm yeah. ready i'm doing i'm going back to the summer summer of crack do, do you want to? That's right. Do you want a really good segue back to uh, Magmar, or do you want to yeah. simmer in Let's this? Let's do a it. Little bit? Let's do it. Speaking of the early two thousands, Magmar's body temperature is two thousand two hundred degrees Fahrenheit. Nice. Oh, that was a great segue. All right. <laughs> Wait, we didn't even say that Magby's is one thousand one hundred degrees. Yeah, well, that's cute. So it yeah. doubles. It doubles. Is, uh, is, does Magmar Tar have uh, higher? 3,600 degrees. Oh, uh, how hot so is the sun? <laughs> although, uh, oh. Yeah, I was thinking that too. Uh, but um, for Magmar, they do also at one point say it's 2,192 degrees, which like, okay, why'd you have to be so specific? Uh, so something yeah. I learned, just to put that into perspective, ah. that uh, let's say you have a Magmar and you want to give him a hug. Uh, pain receptors overload and become numb at the temperature of 140 degrees. Oh at my God. 162 degrees, the human tissue is destroyed on contact. Oh. <laughs> you would literally just be like a butter in pan in a pan. <laughs> you would just, just disappear. I, I need uh, I need to reach out so a buddy of mine uh, designs heat shields uh, for for spaceships. Uh, and so I bet I, I'm going to actually reach out to him being like, Hey, the radiation that would be emitted from something that gives off 2,200 degrees Fahrenheit, how close could you get to it? Cause there's no way that you could get within a, even a few feet of a magmar at that point. Yeah. 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 Well, it says he crisps his prey accidentally. Um, <laughs> and that he's so hot that you can hardly see him with the naked eye that he actually is. Yeah. That was very cool is is like oh, very distorted because like, of all the heat coming like off the of heat the heat rays that are coming yeah. off of them? Yeah. that's so sick it wow. like steams up like waves from the sun and also he burns like a white hot color so it's hard to see him when he is like walking around and he also just loves to start fires like he'll burn anything yes. that's around him i re- i remember if it was reading the adventures comic uh if i recall correctly the two things i remembered from that that are like nice little bits of like lore on magmar that they haven't like fleshed out more is that it uh magmar holds a grudge i think yes like it will hunt someone down if it if it beats it in a battle um and and then my favorite thing and they did this in snap which is that magmar uh uses uh volcanic magma as hot tubs a lot which i love yeah, yeah. It, it says in Legends Arceus, legend has it that this Pokemon was born from the crater of a volcano. So when wounded, it bathes in lava to I heal love its it. body, much as one would soak in a hot spring. I that love it. Sounds delightful. Do you know what? Uh, do you know what's even cooler? I just realized about having a magmar and being a magmar trainer. You know that guy's got to wear sunglasses all the time. 
Yeah. <laughs> that just adds to it. Like, imagine going to, like, a place and, like, you know, you go to a lab and you got to wear, like, gloves and eye protection. You just look cool. Like, you're yeah. safe and cool. Yeah. Unless, unless like, you're either rocking the... Uh... Yeah, well, that's why that's why Blaine wears uh, all the the sunglasses all the time. Yeah, and you know what, Dave? Safety is cool. <laughs> it sure cool. is. Um, I'm I'm gonna jump around a tiny little bit, but I I also think that this is cool. Um, now we we said Magby is uh the coolest of the three. Naturally, Magmar gets a little bit uh more hot, and Magmortar is the hottest. And in fact, I do believe Magmar Mortar has uh the dex entry for being the hottest pokemon the hottest pokemon on on record according to gq i think that is correct (laughs) so magmi magby uh is used by artisans to create uh fine uh pottery yes um and then mag mortar is actually used in uh steel mills to produce uh steel and uh actually he gets hot enough to smelt steel so Uh, another union man yeah Yeah. exactly and then uh i'm sorry to jump back to magmi one more time uh because i just want to speak of the heat if he accidentally falls into a pond that pond dries up <laughs> oh, I love very that. Cute. That's great because when I first started reading that, they were like, "If Magby falls into a small pond," I was like, "Oh, oh no, no. <laughs> oh no!" <laughs> if like, it, it also starts like a word problem. Yeah, it's like how many how many liters of it's like what we <laughs> if one magby dries yeah. up a pool in one hour, how much does three magbys yeah. dry up? If magby rolls up into a town, how how yeah. long does it take for the water supply to dry up? For a volcano to erupt. Yeah, that's right. I, I love how Pokemon overcome obstacles because Magby will just evaporate a pond. And they, they talked about um, Golem and Graveler. If they fall into water, they just self-destruct to get out. <laughs> <laughs> I, Ultra so, okay, Sun, he's a better problem solver. Yeah. yeah. Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, we always talk about as having... Whoever wrote that Pokedex just what goes harder than everyone else. Uh... Magby's Pokedex entry for Ultra Sun. I think of this. This is a baby Pokemon. We learned about baby Pokemon. They don't breathe. They don't. You know, there's rules to babies. You're taking yes. care of this little baby. You got to take care of them. Let them love you. Uh, and I would just think, like, let's say your baby is sick. This is what you read. If you go to like, you know, uh, this, this is the this is the like Doc Dr. MD. Spock. Yeah, Um, yeah. It just says when flames drip from its nose, that means it has a cold. Have it lie down for a nice rest in some magma. (laughs) As a trainer in charge of a baby, I'd be like, "Well, that doesn't seem right." (laughs) I'd hate. I don't know much about babies, but does your baby have a cold? Set it on fire. I'd yeah. hate to like search search that in like Sylph search or whatever and like Chansey 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 is sick, what do? And then it autocorrects to Magby and is like, oh, I gotta put my or not Chansey, I gotta I gotta, I gotta put my happening in lava. <laughs> <laughs> Where does a a, a, a layman, uh, a, a rookie trainer find magma anyway? If, well Just well if cool you're in Hoenn, so long as a terrorist organization isn't taking over a national park, there's a real big place. Outside of that, you are out of luck. Yeah. Or Sinnoh, I suppose. You can just kinda like fake it by changing the background on the box in Bill's PC. 
<laughs> yeah, that's true. To the lava. Can one. I gaslight my Magby into feeling <laughs> <Yeah>. better? <laughs> um, but Dave, how do you know that your Magby is sick? Well, I'll tell you. If his flame is yellow, then that's good. If it's white with smoke, that's bad. Mm-hmm. So that's how you know if your Magby has a cold. There's nothing sadder in my mind than the image of a Magby coughing up black smoke and being Aww. sick. I just yeah. want to help it immediately. Find some lava. That's a truth ad a right good, there. That's a truth <laughs> ad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Either that your growl your your growlith talking to you is that truth? Where was the dog the that was talking? Oh, that uh, re- no, that Scruff wasn't Darren. No, no, no. The, the remember there was the anti drug uh, uh, ads in the two thousands where it was like it was like oh, they I were do. really messed the up. And it was and like the, the dogs like I really wish you wouldn't smoke weed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and she's like flat. And I love like, the flat what? girls. Just stun fisk on the couch. <laughs> I really wish you wouldn't. I really wish you wouldn't eat rare candy. <laughs> I see you going up and down the right side of Cinnabar Island. I know what you're doing. <laughs> I really, yeah. <laughs> I really wish you wouldn't eat my poffins. <laughs> the colors, Duke. The colors. I'm colorblind, kid. <laughs> Until Game a... Boy Color came out. Yeah, that was a uh, advertisement for popsicles. I, that's one of those like rent free yeah things for me yeah definitely oh I wish I was a meme so my rent could be free <laughs> my um, right, ladies <laughs> <laughs> this guy real quick while we're on Magby I also just wanted to bring up the fact that Magby's face uh, he's always kind of like puckering his lips a little bit. Um, and it's supposed to be based off of a uh, Hayotako mask, which is uh, a mask for a character uh, who in the shows is blowing fire through a bamboo pipe. Oh. And uh, Hayotako, Hai uh, is fire and man is Otako. So it's literally like fireman. And he just... Yeah. It comes in and he blows fire. So if, um, if anybody's seen Demon Slayer, the the guy who uh, forges Tanjiro's sword is always wearing one. Mm-hmm. Hi- oh wait, Hi- we go from Hayotako to Boober. Yes. Okay. So that's <laughs> uh, we'll we'll go over the names in one second. But uh, I just also too wanted to bring up the fact that uh, the line may also possibly based uh, be based off of the Karura which is a Japanese Hindu Buddhist uh, mythology of a bird-like fire-breathing creature. And um, this also kind of lends to Electabuzz being its counterpart because Electabuzz is based on an Oni. Mm -hmm. And so Magmar being based off of the Karura, they kind of like line up as these two like mythical creatures, one lightning, one fire. Um, yeah. who fight each other the karura is a uh divine fire breathing creature with a human torso huh hey. and a bird head huh oh. <laughs> nice mm-hmm. and 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 attire uh, from hot topic <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's interesting uh, now, yeah the names uh so magby is a combination of magma and baby um or magma and booby uh, and we, of course, are referring to the seabird, the booby. Of course. Uh, 
like the blue footed booby yeah uh, as one example it's not like there's a blue footed booby pokemon or anything (laughs) no not at all no those don't (laughs) exist uh but then uh that gives us the japanese name which i love this one is uh bubby oh Uh, magby is bubby uh because he's a booby and he's a baby um magmar Magmar is magma and apparently fulmar, which is a seabird, which is known for projectile vomiting stomach acids as a defense mechanism. Cute. I have yeah. I, I have a theory about that, by the way. But but we'll we'll go through the. I have, I have a theory about that because I, I do not, I disagree with that. But uh, I uh, I absolutely disagree with this as well yeah. because I was like, no. I mean, okay, you want to get the bird involved in here? I get that, but there's no way that that is the bird that we're talking about yeah because because like you have to think about like like the layperson thinking about these because like we don't go that deep in gen one it's very simple stuff but but absolutely not go on sorry no i like i knew about this bird i had no idea it was called a fulmar like at 30 years old there's no child that's like ah yes magmar the fulmar pokemon (laughs) kids Um, kids that are like super into birds also don't know like even those kids that are like super into it probably don't know probably don't yeah uh but the japanese name kind of goes in line which is boober um and again booby for the um bird and then the end is a corruption of the word burn so it's like boober booburn uh Was anyone yeah. saying boo burns? Boo burns. I was saying boo burns. <laughs> How is that um, joke so funny? <laughs> to this day. It's the Simpsons. Um, but you know what? It's a joke so funny that they kept it for Magmortar because his Japanese name is Boo Burn. So in this case, they're not trying to um, change the word at all. They're not trying to corrupt it. It's just straight up Boo Burn. And uh, yeah, obvious. And then, okay, mag mortar. We have the magma and then a mortar for the, uh, you know, cannon from his arms. Uh, Oh, and sorry, one more. I I got the French and German names for mag mortar as well, because for all the other ones, they were the same, basically. Um, But the French name is Magonon, so magma cannon. And the German name is Magbrandt for magma and uh, brand, which is fire in German. And that's all of it. Okay. That's all, folks. I have, I have a theory. Okay. I have a tremendous, tremendous amount of respect for Nab Ogasawara. I think that he is super, super, super. He's smart. He's cool. He translated the entire first Pokemon games in like record breaking time. I'm almost positive. He is responsible for the naming of most gen one through four Pokemon. So I, I, I really, really like put a lot of uh, credit to his name because I think that he's just like so incredibly smart. Um, I don't think, I think that mag. So, okay. So normally it keeps it pretty simple, right? Electabuzz, Bulbasaur, Charmander, Mm-hmm. Um, some of them are a little bit off, uh, but, but they're all, I think quite good. I think all gen one has really good naming. Um, Magmar, he, first and foremost, he saw, I mean, cause, cause the, the dude was a translator. So he, he was looking at the Japanese. Uh, so he, he saw that it was named Boober and he was like, I can't, <laughs> no way Boober. 
no matter how much of a blue-footed booby, you know, stan I might be, I can't name it Boober. So magma obviously being something that comes up, but like, how do I, you know, and you, you want to generally end on a consonant because um, that, that makes it a little bit crisp. It makes it uh, also ending on a vowel makes it a little bit cuter. You generally want to end it on something hard to make it powerful because it's more of a serious Pokemon, especially Gen 1. Mm-hmm. I think that he took a look at the design and went, interesting arms, yeah. mariachi. Uh, uh, and I think it's I think it's magma mariachi. I think that I I, I really genuinely think that it's not a, a mar whatever. I think that he looked at those frilly arms and saw a mariachi uh, 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 performer. And uh, I don't know. That's like it's my theory. I I I don't. I just don't see it being the 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 bird. It, oh yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, honestly, even just like magmar, magma arms, like that. Yeah, magmarm, or yeah, even that. Yeah, like, it, and you, obviously, you can't call him like magman or magmat, like uh, magmar. That sounds good. <laughs> magmar. That's gonna be my. Uh, <laughs> that's gonna be my next magmar. I catch is gonna be magmat or magmart. My uh, my my my. Uh, this isn't gonna, yeah, because because it's it's just the uh, on Discord you can like name yourself whatever, but um, I I I name myself uh, Aaron Magmargolan. Oh, so that's already, it already it already it flows into my name. Yeah, mine's Peter Klefki fan. Oh, here we go. Here um, we go. With the mariachi is thing. Like a, wait, is there going to be a single episode where I'm not grilled for hating Klefki so much? No, I <laughs> one will come up, and then we'll spend the whole next episode talking about how we didn't talk about it. Yeah. What's, what's, what's what's your least favorite Pokemon? What's what's I, I know what Ceres is. I know what Ceres. Yeah, is. I mean, I was gonna say it's a little obvious, right? Because <laughs> because I, 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 I genuinely and 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 I I genuinely am, am curious. Bruxish. Bruxish. Okay. All the right, color yeah. palette is just like too much. Mm-hmm. We have Pokemon that are like Bruxish. I just like something about it just doesn't read Pokemon to me. Sure. Wait, can I also add? I also hate Keldeo. Okay. That's a My Little Pony that is not a Pokemon. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I couldn't even tell you. I'm I'm with Bruxish too. Steven and I were actually just talking about this on our way into work because it's there's already love disc. There's already Aloha Mola. And I get that there is a fish like that, but it's just kind of like, if you're going to go, it it, just keep going, make it different. It Mm. reminds me of like a Donkey Kong country. Yeah. Yeah. Like not like a Pokemon. Hmm. I think when I look at the ultra beasts, I think, why are there so many ultra beasts? But I can't tell you which ones I don't like. So I, I It's not Buzzswole. It's not Buzzswole. He's so swole. I love his muscles. Buzzswole's great. He's yeah. a cool dude. And Guzzlord, I, best name of any Pokemon? The both both of those are James Turner designs. Um the uh Ultra Beasts are interesting because a lot of people don't like them, but I think that, and I don't know if, I can't remember if Scott brought this up on his appearance because he and I share an affinity for the Ultra Beasts, not not necessarily because they're great designs, but they are Pokemon's entrance into the genuine Eldritch. Yeah. A lot of them are not human. A lot of them do not have definitive cute 
parts to them or cool parts to them. Some of them don't have faces. And that's awesome because like when you're thinking of a like eldritch or ultra alternate dimensional being, I love that they broke beyond things that we would naturally find as like appealing. Some of them are, are I mean, some of them are really cool. I think that, uh, uh, I think Necrozma is sick. I think Necrozma is very cool. Um, it doesn't, it's not physic, the physicality of it's kind of wonky, but um, uh, would I put them on my top 50 favorite Pokemon? No, but I, I see their place, but there are a lot of them. You're right. There's there a bunch. Lot. Yeah. There's just a lot of them. Um, <laughs> I love that one of them, uh, has a move called mind blown where he throws his head at you and his head explodes. That one's yeah. The firework one. Yeah. I love that guy. Another um, clown. No, they're, they're really cool. I just I can't remember them because mm-hmm. there was too many of them at once. Uh, with designs and different things, this kind of harkens back to the mariachi. Did you guys know that uh, Magby originally did not have the bumpy head? But huh. actually huh. looked... I'm going to pop my camera on real quick and show... Yes, the, yes. The, the Space World, right? Yeah, this is the 97 Space World Sprite for Magby, who evolved into Magmar at level 15. You know, I think I want to say that I like the um, original one more. I think it resembles more of the line than Magby actually does. I could totally see now that I'm looking at Magby how he is supposed to be a glowing uh, coal. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I see what you mean. Yeah. Look at look at the and 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 with Pokemon, it's it's a lot of nuances um, when it comes to even the even the smallest thing. I, I do like especially because they played around with a lot of like baby, like like legitimately like what what goes into the physicality of a cartoon baby. If you, if you notice the the curvature on its on its body um, on its on the prototype version versus the final version, it's mm-hmm. actually a little bit more rounded. Uh, it's a sure. little bit smoother. They made him have a little bit of a belly, which is great because babies are chunky. You know, they're yeah. a little they're a little dense. So I think that was a great refinement that they made. But I I, I mean, these are two totally different characters. They gave yeah. him magmar eyes with the prototype version, and then he has completely different eyes in the final version. But like that's like a straight up magmar eyes. It, it looks very Spiro. Yeah, the hard definitely. yeah, those hard tufts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But also, I like that they're both doing like a uh, Tommy Pickles esque run, where yeah. it looks they're yeah. not stable. It has that infant look. It looks like it's doing the 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 um, uh, Shiftry does this. It's it's the I don't know what the name of it, but uh, uh, in Kabuki, uh, just in this this harkening back to the 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 fact that it, the design's based off of that mask, right? Um, mm-hmm. That's oftentimes used for performance. It's the the singular leg stomp thing where like they kick their leg down and then one one leg on the ground, one leg out, and then put both of their arms out. Uh, yeah, it looks like it's doing like a like a like a dramatic kind of pose. Very good. It's uh, uh, this is why we can go into every single Pokemon. There's so much. Yeah. yeah, well, we're already having you back for uh, Conkledore, <laughs> Gurger. Oh, I, 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 well, listen, I'm, I may not be, uh, I'm not a, I'm not a stan of, of those guys. I just, I, I need to come to the defense of. Uh, I think else that there are. Come vi- on for them. Uh, no one else. <laughs> oh, listen, I'm not, I'm not about to send a DM after this, uh, uh, fighting for that spot. Uh, but yeah, it'll be in five years. Don't worry, you got time. <laughs> yeah. Question about uh, Magmortar. Once I saw Magmortar and um, Electivire, I could only think Mega Man X. Ha! Mm-hmm. 
They have yeah. such strong design elements that feel like Mega Man villains from those later games. Wow. Well, I mean, especially because Magmortar basically has the Mega Man arm cannon. Yeah. Well, yeah. But huh. what is it? Flame Mammoth, I think, was the Mega Man X villain. Yeah. That yeah. and Sparkman Drill. Different yeah. animals, but they kind of have the same shapes and feels. They're, they're, yeah, they're dense, too. The uh-huh. way that big Mega Man enemies are. There's the thin anthropomorphic Mega Man enemies, and then there's, like, the big hulky dudes. And you're right, they're both, like, it's it's funny because, like, Magmar doesn't have like a colloquial like physical reference to it, but when you look at Electabuzz and Electivire, you're like, and someone's and you just say ogre, you're like, oh yeah, they do look like ogres. They do look like you know like they're these human esque beasts. But Magmortar is like, yeah, man, he's got two Mega Man cannons for yeah. for hands, and both of them can transform between cannon and hand. Mm. They both uh, need some form of contraption and link cable in order to get them to evolve, which seems yeah. <laughs> like it would work in uh, Mega Man. Mega Man. Like, here's Sparkman Drill, which I always thought had, like, that Electivire feel. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. And then uh, there was... The flame mammoth. It just kind of has those like yeah. different looks where it would fit if it was robotish. But I don't know. Maybe it's just from growing up with those games. But it's similar but, time period though. That's that. Yeah. I don't think that that's. Uh, yeah. I, I mean. I mean. Divorce it from ten years. Like I really think that that's there's there's some weight to that. Yeah. 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 And I mean, uh, they also gave Magmortar pink lips, which is just a weird choice that they went pink. A little but, strange. The more it's it's a weird choice when you hear it, but when I looked at it, I was like, "Oh yeah, I didn't even think of that." There's just so, a lot of very on purpose things with this design, especially his little uh, like bondage bracelets and everything, kind of form out into the design. They become more tactful and what they have, like it, it surrounds the neck. It kind of looks like armor plating. It, it just kind of everything melds together into this new form. It's like a, I really love these evolutions from um, the the Diamond Pearl generation, yeah. like Tangrowth, Electivire. Yeah, Gen Four was a lot of them finishing stories that they kind of began in Gen Two. You know, originally it was mm-hmm. just going to be Magmar and Electabuzz, but opening up the possibility for further evolutions. I, I think I've always been on the fence of like Magmortar. I actually, I'm not a big fan of the design. Um, you know what? Actually, it's what it really is, is that I'm not a fan of the design in comparison to Electivire, uh, yeah. Probopass, uh, Magnazone. Oh, I think great. that they're of uh, the Tangrowth. I think that they're mm-hmm. all incredible next steps. I think that they could have done something weirder for Magmortar. this. They did a much better job with the flame head, though. Yes. Oh, you yes. Know? They definitely figured that out. <laughs> yeah. It, it's um, it, yeah. Good. I think also another missed opportunity for this evolution line is their shinies, because yeah. I mean Magby. Okay, we get a little yellowish orange, but then Magmar and Magmortar are this hideous Pepto-Bismol pink <laughs> that just remind me of what Pepto-Bismol looks like in my stomach after I drink it. <laughs> That's what they remind me of. What they could have done instead was maybe add some like blue accents to the 
fiery orangey red that the originals have because blue is 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 another color for fire so that would have been super dope because i don't know the pink is just offensive yeah maybe maybe some maybe some gray in there too like some ashy smoggy gray yeah right yeah 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 that pink just makes me want to yeah but sarah what if it was purple uh, well, if it was Ooh. purple, it would be 100% accept, accept, uh, acceptable. Yeah. Absolutely. But, you know. So what more do we have for facts? And then we, we can head into so, the game. A couple of the, juicy ones for Meg Mortar. Yeah, I was going to say the one that really stuck out to me was um, when he fires uh, volcanic bursts out of his arm. Uh it will eventually start to melt his arm. Oh, uh, the yeah. Pokedex states its arm starts to melt when it fires a whole barrage. Oh, so, it okay. overheats like a howitzer. Yep. Okay, so here's where I'm, I'm going to challenge that a little bit because we discussed that all things on the actual Pokemon are flesh. Yes. So this cannon arm is flesh, yes. right? So it's melting its own flesh? Yes, yeah. and then it sticks its flesh into magma to heal the flesh yeah. that has been burnt and melt. <laughs> so, nice. so, so think okay. about it. Think about it like sticking your hand in. If you if you could shoot super boiling hot water out of your hand, and then the way that you because the way that you soothe a, a burn um, is if you go to just burn, put it in a different solution of water, like a water with like a certain you know. What am I thinking of a Becta tank? Or like, but like, okay. you know what I'm saying? Like, like magma, like, so, so let's like really break it down. Let's treat, let's treat Pokemon like what it is, like what it really should be in, in my, in my eyes, which is it's zoology, right? Yep. Magma, maybe the minerals are what also heals it, right? Maybe, maybe it's not necessarily the magma, but like the, the, the minerals that are within it that might be enriching for the, the, the sick magby or the, uh, the wounded magmortar. Um, but Wow. It's so hot that it hurts itself. Same. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Peter. Hottest Pokemon, GQ. Uh, Apparently the Wikipedia article for magma states that uh, comatolite magmas have been as hot as 2,900 degrees Fahrenheit. So if it's shooting out um, bursts of fireballs out of its arm at 3,600 degrees... Even if it puts its arms in super hot magma, that's a temperature difference of 7,000 mm. degrees. Mm. So that might help it, actually. That might. Also, that, might feel, that, that probably feels like putting itself in ice cold water. That's probably how good it feels. But also think probably. about it like this. Magma, when you pull it out and cool it down, it hardens into mm. like the core metals and everything that it is. So I guess it's kind of like patching mm. the, yeah. the cracks, too. I like that idea. Okay, that tracks. Like how people fix everything with like ramen. <laughs> yes, yeah. I've seen those. That, That's amazing. I was just like, is this a joke? Like I've seen that on, on like like Instagram and things like that, and I'm like, that that's gonna be like a like a weird like joke that's going on in the internet or something. That can't be real. I mean, it's the obsession with like, is it real or is it a cake? Type oh yeah. Thing where it's just like, how convincingly can you hide this object that you wouldn't believe it you know people love to be lied to and gaslit so Mm -hmm. well i mean like i so tangent i guess but like there's this one episode of the sopranos where the fbi is trying to 
like put a bug in Tony's house and they find a picture of a lamp in his room and they try to like recreate it, all the rust stains and all that, everything. I'm like, wow, that's people's jobs is to like paint on fake rust and just to just make it look like it's old. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's so cool. I love that people could do that. Same for sure. I want that job. I want to be the rust guy. I'm just trying to think of what I would sink myself into to heal myself. <laughs> and the only thing I could think about is if you cut yourself real good, you could actually just super glue yourself back together. That is so true. No, that's 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 true. There is some form of stitches now that are just glue. Yeah. Historically, um, people have tried blood. <laughs> blood for blood. Yeah. For me, it's the blood you know, of my enemies every time. You, you can replace <laughs> a certain percentage of your blood with just milk, and Ugh. it'll it'll work. Mountain Dew for I me. Think if I could like submerge myself into like like a pool of pizza to <laughs> to heal. I mean, that would heal me emotionally, so maybe that counts. A pool of pizza is basically just Chef Boyardee. (laughs) (laughs) But where were we? We're going long, but um, do we have any other facts on these Pokemon before we get to our games? Yeah. Uh, Let me just do one more for Magmortar and and call it. Uh, Actually, two. One is fast. Its organs can act as magma chambers. So, isn't that fun? And... (laughs) <laughs> I, you, you, you know that's a that's a, that's incredibly useful for when i need a magma chamber yeah, yeah. think of all the times where you've been to yourself like ah shit if I wish only my, i had a magma chamber if only my pancreas uh doubled as a magma chamber <laughs> and then uh the second one is uh they'll blast a volcanic crater so that them and their family can live in it and a pair of mag mortar uh do like to live together in a volcanic crater it's a single pair of male and female live in one volcano so every volcano has a has a couple except for the fact that there are many more males right i was just gonna say yeah females are few and far between (laughs) so there are some homosexual uh mag mortar pairings okay and there's definitely one there's definitely one lonely mag mortar and like pixar would make a short about like the only mag mortar dude pixar goes in man i can't tell you how many like pixar shorts have made me like seriously ball I think I've definitely talked about this before on the podcast. The only animated movie that makes me seriously ball is Space Jam. It's uh, <laughs> <laughs> the only movie about serious balling. That's I right. got made fun of in the movie theater to, for crying to Coco. So, oh, oh, I'm so sorry. That's... I sobbed. I I was yeah. a mess. Yeah. I, I and 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 I watched it with my my girlfriend and. Uh, this is my fourth time watching. I watched it with my girlfriend, my mom. My mom had never seen it. And I tried not to cry in front of my mother. And I choked. I like choked. I like made that like, ah, like, like, uh, because I like was trying so hard not to weep in front of my mother. That movie rips. Uh, and you can cry. You can cry to anything you want, but crying for, yeah. in front of Coco is like yeah. par for the course. They were yeah. doing everything chemically possible to make you lose it. Yeah. Um, I was gonna. I was gonna say something about the the. 
was it crying or magma or space magma jam chamber. if you want if you want to if you want another opportunity to cry in front of your mother the pixar short that makes me like just lose my mind is um bow, bow. I think no, that one called. made me hungry no oh my god that one made me Every that was time, cute I'm, I'm like that welling up thinking sad. about it it's so yeah. freaking cute oh my gosh the director uh who did or that gave her the foot in the door to do turning red uh turning red oh. made me sob yeah, uh, I, I love still that need movie. To see that one. It's phenomenal. If you yeah. if you if you like Sailor Moon, uh, watch that. That movie is so inspired by um, the visual aesthetic of Sailor Moon that the backgrounds literally feel lifted from the original Sailor Moon series. Yeah. It's awesome. I noticed that. Can't wait. If you yeah. like Sailor Moon, you could subscribe to Sailor Moon Wisdom as well. Yes. What? Previous guest, Sailor Moon Wisdom. Oh. Beautiful, beautiful community um, that our dear friend has built on Instagram. Um, she's put a lot of work into this account to build just such a lovely, um, a positive, and um, just a page that really just aligns with some of the struggles that sometimes we don't feel comfortable sharing, but no others feel the same way. That's wonderful. So, and is, is it Sailor it. Moon themed or is it just, is that just the It's name? Sailor Moon themed. Yeah. It's Sailor Moon themed with inspirational quotes and, and really just affirming quotes that I think a lot of us can relate to, That's especially wonderful. during unprecedented times like the pandemic that just passed. Yes. So I think, yeah, I think Sailor Moon wisdom, shout out to, to our lovely, our lovely dear friend. That's cool. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to check them out. And they, what episode were, I, cause I, that was a recent one, right? Uh, uh, Jigglypuff. 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 Uh, a very moon centric character. Oh yeah. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Um, uh, let's play. Let's play. We are egg going to game. play egg the game. game, always known as the egg game. The always known egg game, sure. and now we'll play the egg game music. So the egg game. I am going to give you all three Pokemon. If they were left at the daycare with Magmar. Which one would not produce an egg? So with this one, I am going fire starters. <laughs> not people okay. who start fires. Not that uh, 90 song by, who was it? Was like that Chris the Prodigy? Prodigy, yeah. I am yeah, the fire yeah. starter. Uh, all right. But, we are, wait, but you are talking about the, the Stephen King novel. Yes, actually, this is okay. the Stephen oh, King. Cool. Okay, good, Which good, good. Stephen King novel could not produce an egg? <laughs> The answer is thinner. It's Cujo. <laughs> Cujo. Cujo gives live birth. You're correct. Um, okay, so here are the fire starters that we will be playing with this game. Chimchar. Fennekin. Scorebunny. Oof, this is hard. I, I have an answer out of experience, actually. I'm going to say Fennekin. I'm going to say Scorbunny. I'm going to say Chimchar. I was, I was going to change it, and then now you said it. So we've got all of our bases covered. And Steven? Yeah. Um. You know what? I am going to go with Chimchar. All right, the answer is Fennekin. Oh yay! Dang. Ooh, really? 
Fennekin is not a uh, human-shaped oh, Pokemon. Oh, yeah. no, it's not. <laughs> Even though it stands on two legs? Uh, when it grows uh, up, it does. But yeah. it is a, mm-hmm. it's a field type. Oh, uh, I, I totally, I was like... It's a water Chim- one type, duh. Yeah, wait, wait, so, so wait, it was Chimchar. What was the other one that's... Scorbunny. Scorbunny is human, right, right, right. Yeah. Which is weird because... I think the other, th- they're all field types. So they, all of these three, I don't know. It's, it's, starters are weird because in the beginning they made them all monster type for the most part. Mm-hmm. And then they just kind of yeah. switched it up. So my, so I, uh, <laughs> I, I jokingly bred an all, com- an all competitive Magmar team, uh, for Sword <laughs> and Shield, nice. uh, which was fun because you've got like, you've got like egg move Electabuzz, uh, so, it, so it has an egg move Thunder Punch, um, and, uh, one, and when I transfer them into Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl, I, um, uh, I bred one with, um, uh, Chimchar. Uh, because, or not Chimchar, but but Infernape, uh, because it is the only way that uh, Magmar Tar or Magmar can learn Flare Blitz. Ah. Uh, so that I was like, oh, totally Chimchar. I was like too hung up on like it's gonna be that one. And actually, I would have guessed, I would have guessed, um, uh, uh, I wouldn't have guessed Fennekin ever. Fennekin. That's so weird. I would because I would have just assumed that it would have been human or human like. Yeah, it, it becomes so a wizard like a in the with end. Del- it becomes with Delphox. Because yeah. Cinderix and Delphox are as human as each other, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That yeah. was my I, I, just, I just went with it because I, Fennekin's on all fours. Yeah, which, I thought about is, that too. Which is not how you produce an egg. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't know how. You don't, you don't know how it appears. That's no, the... that guy just is facing a different direction, and he's just like, "Oh no, this has never happened before." And you're like, <laughs> like "I've this has I never happened away before. for one split second, and you'll never guess what happened." These Pokemon hated each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Sarah, are you ready to, for the card game? Yes, we're gonna play the card game, and the way this game works is, I'm going to give you a chance to guess how many cards each of our lovely Pokemon today appear on appear in in the TCG. So we'll start with our baby, uh, little Magby. How many cards do we think uh, exist of this guy? Uh, I'm gonna guess. Or get, does guess go first? Yeah. Oh, uh, gosh. Or Magby. your choice. We could... Or you could go last. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I think my guess is going to be... I, I don't think my guess is going to be any better than anyone else's, to be completely honest, because TCG is so robust. Yeah. Um, I would say full set... I know that Magmar is going to have more than the rest. Full set... This one's going to be middle, because I know that Magby, Magby was a... That Ken Sugimori was the very first one. Um, I'm going to guess... Oof, this is a real shot in the dark. Let's say eight... I'm going to say that it appears in eight sets, maybe. All right. All right. We have eight on the table. Who's next? I'll say six. All right. Twelve. I'm going Ooh, low. Okay. I'm going to say four. Okay. So we have a, a, a semi-tie. The correct answer is seven cards. Oh. I wanted yes. to say seven, but then I thought that's going to be like two prices righty. Uh-huh, yeah. So so Magby debuted in Neo Genesis and only appears on seven cards. Love that anime. So that's our baby. 
Uh, moving on to our big boy, Mag Magmar. Ooh. I'm gonna guess 12. Okay. 22. Eight, 16. 18. Well, Peter, you have a lot of faith in this, in this, uh, popular 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 boy so 25 whoa is the answer. wow yeah 25 more popular than you think holy and cow of course well, yeah debuted in the base set so magby was just so low i remember that's yeah. so weird really was, such a toss-up yeah because I, I always like to think that they would do a lot of them uh, or, or sorry full yeah. full sets right i think yeah. the the baby pokemon just had a weird it's weird to put them into the game because yeah, then you would need to have point. one for every single mm -hmm. like, because Pikachu is still like a base Pokemon, and so I think the babies come and go a lot. Uh, I remember the the fossil Magmar was uh, very good when I was playing yes. the uh, Game Boy Color uh, game because you can get it out real fast, and then I think it had a smoke screen attack, smoke which. Screen. Yeah, prevented your opponent from doing anything like half of the time. So take that good, opponent. Like, staller. Yeah. Yep. So pretty popular. But moving on, Magmortar. Sarah, you have a good teacher voice when you're when you're doing your game. Oh, I do. Thanks. Yeah. Maybe you shouldn't become a teacher after all. Yeah. Uh, what would you teach? <laughs> I, went, I mean, I Pokemon. went to college for, for music, so probably that. So probably Pokemon, yeah. Yeah, yeah probably Pokemon, though. You're right. I, I mean, I'm Actually, teaching, I'm teaching I... a master class right now. What are you talking about? <laughs> Sarah, my favorite band teacher in middle school actually used to uh, trade Magic the Gathering cards with us. So. <laughs> oh, that's sick. See, I would have yeah. been a cool teacher. Um, Magmortar is going to be 16. I'm going to go 16 as well. Just double down on that one. Ooh, okay. 12. Oh, I was going to say 12, so I'll double down on 12 too. Nice. Dang, you shouldn't have because it's 13. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 13 debuted in Mysterious Treasures. Yeah. So, one thing, a fact about that. Do you guys know that there is a banned Magmar card? Magmortar card. Oh, I did not know that. No. So, no. Dragons Exalted. There is a Magmortar card where um, it was banned from the U.S. and I think overseas because on the card, Magmar is aiming his gun arm directly at you, the viewer, which they took oh. to be too violent for our fragile American brains. I think I saw that card when I was Googling. Oh, before. my God. Hold I've on. never seen this before. I have a uh, banned card collection, and this is the only one I'm missing right now. He's just aiming right at you. That is that is a that is a sick illustration. Very cool. That is card. a good pose. Kami, yeah, that's a Kami, yeah Kamiyama. Like, cause the he's like uh, he does like a lot of good shading. Yeah, we got him in like a James Bond pose. He's like ready to. Yeah, he's yeah. Not as Who cool. Who gets to decide what's banned for Pokemon cards? It's it a Barbara it, Bush. I think that's Barbara Actually, Bush. Yeah, <laughs> and that's why we're getting so many crazy ones. Yeah. Now, because she's not there to gatekeep. Of course. Yeah. She hated Buzzswall, but yeah. she's gone now. Well, she hates muscles. May, may she rest. Dude, on her grave, there's so many Buzzswall cards. Yes. 
Couldn't stop us now, Barb. <laughs> Look at me now, Barb. Look at me now, Barb. I can make as many bustle cards as I want. <laughs> He's going to aim wherever he wants. That's right. Guess how many Buzzwell cards there are? 700! Guess, guess Magmortar finally got that shot off, Barb. <laughs> <laughs> well, that Call is... Dick Cheney, because I'm magmortaring all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> this has been another episode of Daycare Dittos. Aaron, thank you so much for joining us. I had a blast. Oh my God! Well, I much like much like uh, the threatening pose of Magmortar. Uh, I also had a blast. Uh, seriously, guys, thank you so much for having me on. Uh, this is it was great geeking out with you guys, and uh, uh, seriously, it's so much fun talking about my my favorite freaky Pokemon. We are always welcome. We have Shuckle in the distance. I don't know how far see. away that is, but at the same time, this has gone way quicker than I, I thought. So yeah, it's it's going congr- pretty quick. Congratulations on on on. Ma- I mean, you guys are cl- you guys are close to the end of the, of Gen I One. I know. I never yeah. thought we would get this close. One twenty six Magmar it's is amazing. out of one fifty. Yeah. What? Like, oh, we started we started doing this in January of twenty twenty one when you know the world was falling apart, and so were we a little bit. Yeah, and, <laughs> and now everything's fine, a... and nothing's yeah. bad. I'm still <laughs> falling apart. Barbara Bush is back, baby. <laughs> yeah it's been such a great journey and it's it's you know be, yeah. l- largely because of listeners and guests like you that you know keep us wanting to do this every week so so thank you for for being here we appreciate it i uh i love the show it's it's been it's been fun I've, i listened to this uh this podcast on my way to work uh, oh. uh and so it's it's just been um it's been really fun keeping up with it and again it's it's this is no small feat even making it this far but i'm i'm super looking forward to you guys completing the the canto national decks and we're not 91. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, um, we got some, you know, good ones recorded already. Uh, I, I would say, I think we're, we're really hitting our stride and I can't wait to just sink myself into a pool of magma after this one. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Let's burn off all the impurities. Well, that has been <laughs> another episode. Thank you for listening. And we'll see you next week for Pinsir? Pinsir. Yeah, Pinsir. Yeah. Pinsir. Ducks. 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 Ducks.